right. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be back for another EduMatch EduLaunch. And I am really so profoundly excited to be here with Dr. Desiree Alexander, who is legitimately one of the sweetest, kindest people I know. And um, I, <laughs> I was so excited to be able to do her, um, do her launch because, uh, you know, just again, such a sweet, kind soul. And uh, so welcome to uh, her launch. And I'm going to ask uh, Dr. A to tell us a little bit about herself and uh, just for anybody who's living on another planet who might not know who she is. Well, hello. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to work with EduMatch Publishing and, of course, the amazing Mandy. Um, <laughs> I am Dr. Desiree Alexander. I started my career as a sixth grade and eighth grade English teacher. I became a high school English teacher, a middle school librarian, a high school librarian, and then a district level um, technology supervisor, instructional technology supervisor. And that is what, you know, all of those experiences led me to what I'm doing now, which is the founder CEO of Educator Alexander Consulting. And I am the deputy director for a nonprofit in the state of Louisiana. And that is the Associated Professional Educators of Louisiana. So I really, my entire life right now is, is supporting educators in every facet that I can. That's awesome. I actually didn't know about that, that second part. So what um, do they, what do they do in Louisiana? So what we do is we support educators. We are the professional organization. We're the only professional organization that's not a union in the state of Louisiana. Oh, so okay. we, uh, we support with um, liability insurance. We support with scholarships, grants, professional development, needs assessments, really uh, kind of a jack of all trades when it comes to supporting not only individual educators, but school districts as well. Oh, that is amazing. I love that. It's very, very cool. Okay, so we're here to talk about your book. I'm so excited to talk about this and, and to really get this book out there so that people uh, can learn more about more about your work in general, really, and, and what you do. And so you have a Ready to Be an Educational Leader, your guide to passing the SLLA 6990. Um, what inspired you to write this book? Well, I really, really love helping educational leaders. Um, when I became one, you know, it's a lot of learning on the job, right? Mm -hmm. And in about 24 states and territories, you have to pass the SLLA 6990 from ETS to actually become a leader, like it's part of your certification journey. So I've been teaching this forever. I, mean, I felt like forever, <laughs> for years and years and years teaching how to be successful on this test, how to pass this test. Um, I used to only do in-person classes and then it became an online class because the classes are like six to seven to now eight hours long. So now we do the online class and so many people have asked, can I get this in a book form? Like, I don't mind taking my own mm. notes, but I really want to read it. And I was like, no, I don't have it. I don't have it. So I'm so excited yeah. to say yes. I have it. Go to Edgy Math Publishing and buy it. Um, <laughs> so I'm very, very happy for that. But it's also just for any educational leader who may want to, you know, brush up on the standards, the national standards for educational leadership and look at, you know, everything that's on the test is saying this is what makes a good educational leader. So it really can be for anybody who's interested in educational leadership. So I yeah. love that I got a chance to to write this 
to be a part of their journey. Yeah, that's amazing. And I suppose with, with teaching it for so long over time, you must just know that information inside and out. So it's not like somebody who's coming into this and they write a book after uh, a little bit of experience. Like you have a ton of experience behind this book. Yes. And I've taken the test. I've taken the old test twice. I've taken the new test twice. And I take it about every two years um, because the, the test is pretty expensive. It's $425. So I do take wow. it. Um, and it's, you know, a long test and process. So I do take it about every two years just because I want to stay updated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like you're still in there doing the work <laughs> yes. that you're teaching about. So that's amazing. Amazing as well. Um, so why, how did you get into really talking about this, this journey in general? So you, you know, you wrote it to help people out on the, on the test, but also to sort of back educational leaders uh, back, you know, kind of have their back and, and give them information that they need. But why is this really important to you? It's really important because it helps form education, right? Um, when we think about educational leadership, a lot of the climate and culture of a school, a lot of how the school feels and processes and the instructional success comes from the educational leader, right? It comes from that, that person who's going to make such a huge impact on the teachers and students and parents and community of that school. So it really is important. And one of the things that I find is that you know, when we're talking about help in education, a lot of it goes for, you know, directly to students. A lot of it goes for teachers. And we don't have a whole bunch of bunch for educational leaders. We kind of just leave them out in the cold and say, well, once you got to that position, you should know better, right? You should know. Yeah. But it's a lot of on-job learning. You learn after you become a leader, like all of this stuff. So I, I feel so, so happy and proud when I can help an educational leader. So that's why I, the the subject matter is so important to me, because not only are we creating new educational leaders, right? Because we have to keep replenishing. We have to keep replenishing mm -hmm. with good, prepared people. Um, so, you know, that's why I think it's so important to me, the, the content of this book and why I love that is it is specifically for, you know, to pass this test. But it also, you know, I've had people look at my course and go, oh, man, I learned stuff that I used in my everyday practical educational leadership journey in, in, my, in my life. So I've had people come back to me and go, Desiree, I had this problem with the parent and I heard your voice in the back of my <laughs> head going, you know, remember. Did... So, I mean, I just love those kind of stories that come back because it goes beyond just the test. So that's why it's so important to me. Yeah, that's amazing. And it is a totally different skill set. I think a lot yeah. of times, you know, we say, oh, you were a fantastic teacher, so you would be a great principal. That's not always true because the not leadership is a different thing. Um, and so I love that that there's that skill set there that, uh, you know, almost feels like you could say, well, here are the skills of an educational leader and, you know, and to self-assess, here's the information you need, you know, where are you in this process? And so right. I, I think that's fantastic. Um, so what other resources do you suggest for readers? And, you know, especially not only going into this test, but like you've said, it really is a journey into educational leadership. This might be one of the first 
um, you know, introductions people have uh, to the journey and, and what they're doing, what you, you have this course, um, you know, I'd highly recommend the course and the book and do them together so that people, you, you know, you have the, you have the course and then you have the, the, the writing piece to sort of back that up. Also, you can refer back to the book then later once uh, you're not in the course anymore. Um, what other resources would you suggest uh, that you have for educational leaders to get started? Well, I am consistently gathering resources and putting it in a Google Drive folder that's very organized. So on okay. my website, educatoralexander.com, there's a tab for, you know, navigation menu for SLLA test prep. So if you go there, okay. you can actually see all of the other resources that I suggest just digging into your PSEL standards more, digging into um, how do those standards actually relate to practical leadership, right? Um, and then, like I said, the folder full of resources, including the slideshow that I use during the online class. Like I try to give you as much for free that you can get. And then of <laughs> course you have your, your paid resources, the book, the online class. Um, the cool thing about those is you can, you know, use them separately or together. Of course, they're going to be more powerful together. Um, but it's really up to you if you would rather say, well, I just really just want the written part of it. Then you can get that. Or, you know, I want to hear her explain these concepts a little bit more, right? You can have the book in front of you while you're listening to the online class. So it's really, really up to you. But, you know, I tried to give you some really powerful resources, not only for passing the test, not only just for educational leadership in general, but also for things like test anxiety and things mm. that get in the way of you passing, you know, any exam, any standardized test. So again, a lot of those resources can be found on my website. That's awesome. And then do you um, what do you do as far as your consulting in this? Are there any crossovers that, that you provide, like services you provide um, districts or individuals as far as this goes? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, not only with education, with Educator Alexander Consulting, you know, it's me and sometimes I hire on consulting consultants for, you know, different projects. So not only do we focus on leadership, um, passing the test with the leadership, but we also focus on other things like time management, um, building healthy relationships with your staff, climate and culture, manager versus leader. You know, we do a lot of professional development that way. Um, we also, of course, handle a bunch of professional development for teachers. We don't do much directly with students besides cyber safety. Um, that's mm -hmm. our main thing that we do with like, um, with, with students, digital citizenship and cyber safety. But um, yeah, we offer so many different resources and tools to help really anyone in education. And the thing with educational leadership that I like to always say is that leadership is not just a title. So there are many educational leaders in the classroom. There are many educational leaders in other roles at the school. So leadership is not just in the title, it's in the action. Right. Yeah. So any of any of these resources can be used by anyone who's interested in leadership in education. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so many ways to influence the things that happen yeah. uh, in a district as well, even if you don't have that leadership title, um, you know, ways to sort of use your your 
voice for good and to yes. create that change, even if you're not the person who ultimately decides on that. And I think right. that teachers forget the power that they have uh, a lot. Um, yeah, especially in uh, situations where the climate and the culture may not be as supportive as it could be, uh, they forget the power that they have to actually influence change. And so, um, you know, a lot of what you said would be fantastic, um, fantastic PD, because even educational leaders should want their teachers to be vocal. They should, like, good yeah. educational leaders want that influence. They want to hear what the teachers are saying, and they want those fantastic ideas, and they want to be able to implement that. They're not scared of that. Right. Um, and, and that's so one of the that, things I teach my educational great. leaders is that you are building people up to leave. You are right. building, it's not, you don't want them to leave because you love them and they're awesome, but yep. you're building people up to take your place at other locations. Like you're, yeah. that's the whole purpose of building someone up, not to keep them under you for their whole life right. is to say, okay, now go get your own school, go get your own, you know, district level position. Cause it's not just yeah. for campus leadership it's also for district leadership. So, you know, you're building, you should be building people up to leave. And I always say, right. and people don't always agree with me, but don't call yourself a leader <laughs> until you've created another leader. Mm. I love that. Yeah, I think that's because the last thing that you want is somebody to leave and become a leader because they're trying to be to not be the leader you were. Right. <laughs> you want them to leave to try to mimic as many of the leadership qualities as, as you showed uh, when they had you as a leader. And yes. so, yeah, I love that. I think that's fantastic. So awesome. Well, um, I have, it, this has been such a pleasure uh, being able to take time out of our day and chat about your book. And I am, I'm so, so, so excited for uh, people to pick this up and to just get dive into all of the things that you have, all the amazing resources and that course and the book and your consulting. And uh, so Go ahead out there. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on um, edumatchpublishing.com. You can find it in Barnes & Noble. You can find it in all the places. Um, Ready to be an educational leader, your guide to passing the SLLA 6990. And that is out today. So you can find that uh, in any place books are sold. And um, also, if you're interested in a bulk discount, you can contact Dr. Sarah Thomas at edumatchbooks at edumatchers.org. And we give discounts at just 10 books that's not even that many so um you can order those uh those discounts through uh through sarah thomas um dr desiree thank you so much for being here and again congratulations on your book launch thank you so much all right bye everybody